Well, you probably all are surprised to see me standing up here um, today because it's only been a couple weeks, but I guarantee you, you're not no more surprised than I am. <laughs> I got home from work Friday, and well, Friday morning, Brother Jesse texted me and said, hey, him and Brother Ethan are going to do the preaching today at the two nursing home services. And I, well, praise the Lord for that. I get home Friday evening, and I tell Tina, I, hey, I'm, I haven't got nothing this weekend, nothing at all. <laughs> I said, I don't even know what we're going to do tomorrow, tomorrow being Saturday. Then my phone goes off. It was a pastor. Uh, I know he's watching. But I tell you what, if the pastor asked me, would you, could you, do you want to, I'm saying yes. I'm not telling that man no. I don't care what's going on. And I don't think any of you do either. So I don't mind. I'm, I don't mind at all. I just want the pastor to get, get better and get back up here because as Brother Steve said this morning, it's not the same without him here. We're missing our spiritual leader this morning. But our ultimate leader is the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, let's just go to him in prayer and ask that he bless this service. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your house here this first day of the week, Father. And Father, as we've assembled ourselves together and we open up your word, I just ask that you teach us, you feed us from your word here today, Father. I, I pray that you'd be glorified here today. Help us to realize, Father, that you've done everything possible for us to spend eternity with you in heaven. There's not one more thing you could have done. So help us to realize that the choice is ours, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I titled this, The Choice is Yours. The Choice is Yours. You know, we've all... Uh, Brother Steve, you're running the computer? Uh, John 8, 24, please. We've all known people who have died and... Uh, they didn't know the Lord Jesus Christ. But I tell you, they died and we know they're in hell today. Um, but I tell you, that was their decision. That was their choice. They chose not to believe. They chose not to believe. That's why this is called the choice is yours. Nobody has to accept Jesus Christ. You don't make a choice to go to hell. We're already going to hell, and we're going to take a look at that. Um, but you have to make the choice to believe. You have to make the choice to, to accept Christ. Brother Steve, during Sunday school, he was talking to believers this is for the unbelievers, so I guess this morning it's covered. Um, but we're going to, I had a zillion verses, I went back and forth a hundred times, uh, but I've settled on John 8, 24. Jesus said, I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins, for if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. If you believe not, if you choose not to believe. Now, I, I think most of us in here are saved. Um, but, you know, we're, we live stream. 
who knows who's out there listening that's not saved. Um, like I said, this is mainly a message for the, the unsaved who at this point in time, they choose not to believe. Um, we're going to die in our sins. Die in our sins. We're going to do that because we're sinners. We're sinners. You know, Romans 5.12, this is the hard part when you're witnessing to somebody, is telling them they're a sinner and getting them to understand and to believe and to know that they're sinners. People bristle at that. They don't want to be called a sinner. I'm a sinner, saved by the grace of God. I'm just a sinner. But so are they. Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, that would be Adam, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Not one person is excluded from that when you try to tell people that they're sinners, when you try to tell them about Jesus Christ. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Anybody in here that hasn't sinned, there ain't no, there's nobody's hands up because we know we're all sinners. We're all sinners. We were born headed to hell. We're born on a road, on a path that leads straight to destruction, straight to hell. Um, you know, when people, have you ever heard, had someone ask you, why does God send people to hell? Have you ever heard that? I'm sure you have. I've heard it lots of times. Well, I've got news for them, and, and I always take them to John 3.18, but I've got news for them. God doesn't send anybody to hell. He doesn't do that. They do it. They themselves do that. God does not send anybody to hell. Um, we go to John chapter 3. But I, when, they, when someone asks me, and I've had it happen I don't know how many times in life, uh, why does God send people to hell? You know, he's a God of love. He wouldn't do that. Yes, he is a God of love. No, he doesn't send people to hell. And I'll take them right here. But I'm going to start in John chapter 3, verse 15, but I always take them to 18. In John chapter 3, verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And I take him right here to 18. He that believeth on him, Jesus Christ, is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned. You've seen that word already right there. I'm, I'm so thankful the Lord put that in the Bible. I'll say this again. But he that believeth not is condemned, already condemned. We're born that way. We are condemned to hell already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And the only way to, to not be condemned 
is to believe in Jesus and what he's done. So I take them right there when they say, why does God send people to hell? God doesn't send them there. They're already on their way there from the time they were born. The choice is theirs. The choice is yours. Um, Why are we headed to hell? To be punished. To be punished for our sins. We're sinners. We're not getting away with it. And that sin needs to be punished. If we look at Matthew 25, 46, Matthew 25, 46, you know, the the neighbor lady died a while back, and we tried to witness to her and tried to tell her about Jesus. And, you know, she died in her sins, but the choice was hers. Matthew 25, 46, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. You don't go to hell to pay for your sins. You go to hell to be punished for your sins, and that's why it's eternity, because you will be punished. There is no expiration date. I I go take out a loan, eventually pay that loan back. There, There is a date when you're going to be free of that debt. But the sin debt, there is no date. It's an eternal punishment. You were born heading there to pay for your sins. You were born heading there. Uh, what's our hope then if we're born headed to hell? What's the hope? Well, let's go back. We're in, I'm in John. Let's go back to John 3.16. John 3.16. Our hope is Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, that would be the son, Jesus Christ, should not perish. We're already going to perish, but you need to believe in Jesus Christ in order not to perish, but have everlasting life. That's our hope. That's their hope when we're witnessing to them. That's their hope, is Jesus Christ. We need to choose to believe in Jesus. Believe what? We need to choose to believe that Jesus paid for our sins because we're sinners and we're headed to hell. We need to choose, make that decision to believe that Jesus paid for our sins. 1 Peter 2.24 Brother Steve, during Sunday school, he was talking about the believers and uh, mortifying the members of our flesh here. And, but three or four times he, he used the word, we need to choose. We need to choose. And I thought, well, that's appropriate because that's what the title of this is. The choice is yours. You know, for, ever since the day we were born, the choice has been ours. And for the lost people out there, the choice is, is theirs also. First Peter um, 2.24 says, Who his own self bear our sins, because we're sinners, in his own body, that would be Jesus Christ, on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. 
do you, you know, for the people who don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, do you believe that? Do you choose to believe that? Um, let's look at 2 Corinthians 5.21. The decision is yours. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him, that'd be Jesus Christ, to be sin for each one of us, who knew no sin, that'd be Jesus Christ, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Do you believe that? Do you choose to believe that? The choice is yours. Do you believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Because if you do not, there's no way you can be saved. You need to choose to believe that. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. It says, Moreover, brethren, I, I declare unto you, excuse me. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, in wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. For all those who, who are lost and have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, do you believe the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Do you believe that Jesus Christ, well, first of all, let me back up. Do you believe you're a sinner? Do you believe that Jesus took my sins upon himself, took your sins upon himself, and paid that sin debt on the cross? Do you believe that he was buried? Do you choose to believe that he rose up out of the grave the third day, proven he is who he said he was, proven his payment was sufficient. Do you choose to believe that? So many people go to hell because they simply choose not to believe, but it's their choice. God left it up to them. It's their choice. I'm thankful that he helped me make the right choice in my life. I mean, because for 32 years, for 32 years, I was just, I chose not to believe. Well, just to be frank about it, I chose not to believe. But then the Lord opened my eyes to the truth, and then I chose to believe. Um, the choice is, is yours, though. God doesn't want anyone to go to hell. Why does God send people to hell? You get that question? God doesn't want anybody to go to hell. Not one person. Second Peter 3, 9. Second Peter 3, 9. And it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but as long-suffering to usward. Then it says, not willing 
that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Lord's not willing that anybody go to hell. Um, let's look at Ezekiel 33, 11. People shake their fist at God. You know, they blame God for everything. What they don't under, understand is, is the love that God has for them and the payment that was made for them if they just choose to believe. Uh, Ezekiel thirty-three eleven, and it says, Say unto them, as I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? The, the Lord takes no pleasure in people going to hell. Uh, go to Ephesians 2.8. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace, it's God's grace, are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. That, that free gift of salvation that only comes through, through Jesus Christ is a it's for all those who choose to believe. The choice is theirs. Let me ask you something. What more, what more could God possibly do to keep people from going to hell? Does anyone have a thought or an idea? What more could he possibly do other than give his own life for each one of us? Shed his innocent, he had no sins, shed his innocent blood on the cross so that I could spend eternity in heaven. What more could he have done? I don't know what people expect out there. What more could God have done? I can't think of one. I spent almost all day yesterday trying to think of one thing. I couldn't think of anything. He did it all. All we have to do is choose to believe. But people struggle with that. The sad part is the majority of people, the majority of people, stop thinking about that. The majority of people choose not to believe that Jesus is the Savior. They choose not to believe in the death, the burial, and the resur resurrection of Christ. Isn't that hard to believe? The majority of the people choose not to believe. You say, how do you know the majority of the people? Well, I go to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. When the Lord says many and few, I, I tend to believe it. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 says, enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Now this road right here, 
Every one of us in here were born on this Broadway. We were born on the Broadway. You have to choose to get on to verse 14. You do nothing at all. You just stay on here and you head to destruction. That's where many people end up going. Now, if we go to verse 14, this is the choice. Because straight is the gate, narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. That's where the choice comes in. Do you want to get off that broad way and get on to the narrow way that leads to life? You have to make a decision. You have to choose. If you do, nobody chooses to go to hell. Back there in verse 13, you're already heading there. We're born on that path. Do nothing at all, and you'll end up there. You have to choose. The majority of people choose not to believe in heaven or hell. They, they make that conscious decision. I've talked to people. I'm sure you have, too. There's no heaven or hell. Well, that's not what my Bible says. You know, so we got time here today. I want to, you know, if, if you're listening out there and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I've got a few, a few verses here on, on hell, and I have a few verses on heaven. The Bible talks more about hell than it does heaven. But I tell you what, <laughs> the night I got saved, um, that preacher was preaching hellfire that night. Uh, he had me half scared. And probably we need more preaching on uh, what hell's like to help people choose Jesus Christ. You know, if we look at, this is the part they choose not to believe. Revelation 21.8 Revelation 21.8. And it says here, but the fearful and unbelieving. There it is right there. They choose not to believe. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars. Boy, we would all fit into that category because we have all lied at some point or another. And we, we don't even try not agreeing. It's not going to fly. But we chose Jesus Christ, okay? Those that are believers in here chose Jesus Christ. Um, getting back to this verse. And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. They choose not to believe that there's a lake that burneth with fire and brimstone. They choose not to believe that. Uh, how about, we're in Revelation. Let's go to 14.11. And it says, The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night. They choose not to believe that. Oh, I, I'll tell you something, though. Everyone who has died and went to hell 
because of their sins, they're being punished for their sins. They're believers today. They're no longer unbelievers. But it's too late. They stayed on that broad way, and they ended up in hell because they chose not to believe. Um, let's go to Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Luke chapter 16, and we'll start in verse 19. It says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And then verse 23 is talking about the rich man here. And it says, And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Being in torment. They chose not to believe that when they die, they're going to hell, and they're going to be in eternal torments. That was their decision. But let's take a look at a couple verses on heaven. If we go to Revelation 21.4, now if someone were to come to you, and they were going to give you some verses on heaven and hell, and say, which one do you want? Any sane person would pick heaven. 21.4 says, And God shall wipe away all, all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. That's where I want to be. That's my choice. And the choice, is every, the choice is yours. You know, if we look at, uh, we're in Revelation. Uh, let's go to 20, chapter 22, the first five verses. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. That's where, that's where I choose to believe or to be, right there. In hell you have outer darkness, and here there's no darkness at all. I choose that. And for the sake of time, we'll skip the rest of those verses. But the choice is yours. I mean, when you're witnessing to somebody... Put the burden right back on them. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. Um, let's go to 1 John 5.12. This is a very clear verse right here. He that hath the Son hath life. So those that have chosen Jesus Christ, they have life. And he that hath not the Son of God 
hath not life. Again, there's no decision there. You're born this way. You can choose Jesus Christ and have life. The decision is yours. Um, John 3.36 John 3.36 says, He that believeth on the Son, that's the choice that needs to be made. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not, the Son shall, shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. The choice is yours. The problem, though, is our way of thinking a lot of the times. If we go to Proverbs 14.12, Proverbs 14, 12, you know, th this reminds me of me before I got saved, Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man. You know, before I was saved, I was a very confident person. You can ask my wife. Very confident. I didn't lack confidence for anything. Um, and all, if you asked me back then, I would just plain tell you. When I made a decision, it was right. <laughs> were they right? No, 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 they weren't all right. But I was confident enough to think they were. But that's the problem with, with people today. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You know, for the first 32 years of my life. That, that reminds me of the first 32 years of my life. But that's the problem when it comes to trying to tell people about Jesus Christ. They got their own, there's a way that seems right to them. I, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, and you ask them if they're going to heaven when they die, or if they're saved, and you hear things like, well, I'm, I'm a pretty good person. I'm a pretty good person. It's because there's a way which seemeth right unto a man. They're thinking in their, in their mind, you just need to be a good person. You talk to other ones, and they, they say, I've been baptized. It's because it seems right to them. You, you hear all kinds of things, but it's because it seems right to them up here. And that's not the case. They try to get to heaven their way. In John 14, 6, what's he say? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Where's the Father? He's in heaven. You're not getting to heaven unless you choose Jesus Christ. You're just not getting there. Jesus didn't say, I'm one of the ways. He said, I am the way. You need to choose Jesus Christ. This, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. Um, I, I just have, we've got a couple minutes here real quickly. I have just a couple examples um, of people who, at a moment in time, made the decision to choose Jesus Christ. Okay? Um, and that's it's one thing I try to tell the people at the nursing homes. I try to remind them of, because you hear all sorts of different things from the elderly people. On... on how they're getting to heaven. Um, but there has to be that moment in time that you accepted Christ as your Savior. There has to be that. It's not a dream. It's not a vision. It's not a feeling. It's, it's that moment in time when you ask the Lord to forgive you and to save you.
uh, and it's only the one time. But if we go to uh, the Ethiopian eunuch, uh, Acts chapter 8, and for the sake of time, we're not going to read the whole thing. Uh, let's just read verse 37, Acts eight thirty-seven. And Philip said, if thou believest, there's the choice, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's the moment he chose to believe. You know, let's look at the jailer. Acts chapter 16. And for the sake of time, again, we're just going to read 30 and 31. And brought them out saying, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. That's the moment in time this jailer chose to believe. The decision is yours. Um, we can go to the thief on the cross, uh, Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23, starting in verse uh, 39, I think it is. Um, yeah. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath doth done nothing amiss. At this point in time, both those thieves have never chose to believe in Jesus Christ. But the next verse, he looks over at Jesus, and he, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. That is the moment in time he chose to believe right there and Jesus said unto him verily I say unto thee today thou shalt be with me in paradise you know if nobody's you know if you're listening or if you're sitting in here and you've never received Christ as your savior you've never made that choice let's go to book of Romans chapter 10 and we'll just read 9 through 13 This is, this is where you make the choice. Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 9, that if, thou, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. And verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Heavens, nobody's, nobody is denied heaven if they ask the Lord to save them. Nobody's denied but does the Lord send people to hell? No, he don't send. That, that's their decision. That's their decision. They're born on that road to hell. They're born on that path because they're sinners just like the rest of us. But we've made a decision. that We've chose to believe in Jesus Christ and what he's done. You don't have to, you don't have to choose to go to hell. You're already going there. 
you have to choose not to go to hell. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you again for this day, this opportunity to be here, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you have done everything possible for us to spend eternity with you in heaven. And we're so thankful for that, Father. All we have to do is choose to believe what you've done. We're thankful that Jesus Christ went to the cross and placed my sins upon himself and paid that sin debt, Father. We're so thankful for that. Father, I, I pray that if anybody was listening today that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, that they will choose Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you continue to bless this service. Have your will and way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.